Welcome to Beyond Synth. Please note, Beyond Synth is an explicit program and may contain inappropriate language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey there, welcome to the show. My name is Andy Last and you are listening to Beyond Synth. This is episode 95. (laughs) Wow, I'm impressed with myself. Uh, I never thought I'd make 95 of anything. I think I was even really impressed around episode 10. I remember episode 10, I said the same thing. I'm like, wow, I made 10 things. Because I don't really make that many things. But uh, thanks for tuning into the show. We got lots of cool music today. And it's a fun episode because today I am chatting with listeners of Beyond Synth. That's right. I opened up the floor to the listeners of the show. And if you uh, read the Beyond Synth newsletter, which I suggest you sign up for... I'll post a link in the uh, SoundCloud description, but uh, if you check out the newsletter, I put that out. I'm still trying to figure out the best way, the best time to put it out, uh, if it's going to be a weekly or a bi-weekly or a monthly. Either way, I let people know that I was doing a a listener episode, and uh, some people wrote in, and they're going to be calling in today, and it'll be fun. In the meantime... We're going to listen to some great music, and we're going to listen to great music all throughout the show, because that is what Beyond Synth is. That is the Beyond Synth promise. That's a new thing. I've never promised anything before, and I never will. Let's listen to a track, and then we'll uh, we'll keep talking. So here's a cool one. This is by an outfit called Indie Ghost, and this track is called It Ain't Easy Being Unremarkable.
And that was It Ain't Easy Being Unremarkable by Indie Ghost. And that's a funky track. I dig it. Uh, so how's everybody doing today? Uh, I feel like shit today, man. I know last week I was all excited, you know, because I discovered... Uh, drinking lemon infused water and I was it like was a game changer and all week I felt great because I was drinking water that I uh, put lemon slices in because it made me feel good and then like Icarus I uh, flew too close to the sun and I decided hey well if a few lemon slices make me feel good what if I just squeeze the lemons into the water so I've got these two liter jugs, right? Because you want to be able to drink your your daily supply of water. And uh, I basically, I just made myself lemonade without the sugar. And uh, and that wasn't so great because I was still drinking this giant jug of it. And so uh, it actually, uh, it hurt me a bit. And then for a while, I'm just like, what the hell's wrong with my stomach? And I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. Because really, you're just supposed to drink the lemon infused water. Anyway, that's not why I feel like shit. I don't know what the hell is wrong today, man. I'm just out of it. I'm trying to cut out junk food, all right? I'm trying to not cut out junk food, but cut it down because I actually eat a lot of junk, sugar and, you know, chips and stuff. And if there's chips and cookies and, and candy around the house, I just just walk back and forth to the kitchen. I keep acting like, oh, I'm only going to have one of these. Ooh, and I do like, you know, like the delicate hand thing where I just take one jelly bean and then I just end up walking back and forth to the kitchen like 50 times and then I just put my whole fist in the bowl and it's all right, I'm going to take all these with me and I'm trying to cut it out and I think, and I don't know if this is true, I might be addicted to junk food. I'm literally like one day in and I was like shaking and fucking sick and stuff. <laughs> Because I just was, okay, I'm going to eat apples today. I'm just going to eat apples and, you know, uh, some grains and stuff. And I didn't have, uh, you know, like a bag of chips and all this stuff uh, during the day. And then I started to feel really bad. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, am I going to go through fucking withdrawals? <laughs> like, oh, man. Because it feels so good. And when there is still some candy around the house, I still, you know, to be fair, it wasn't a candy-free day. We got the little bite-sized Mars bars right now. And I, I grabbed a few of those. I don't know why I'm telling you this. <laughs> You know, Beyond Synth is brought to you by Down to Jam, all right? Down to Jam is a free website that helps musicians around the world connect based on musical compatibility. So if you're a musician looking for a partner to jam with or to fill a spot in your band, you're going to want to check out this site and sign up. That's downtojam.com, D-O-W-N-T-O-J-A-M.com. That's a very exciting thing I want you guys to know. And also, don't forget all the different ways you can check out Beyond Synth on the web. You know, there's the Twitter. I am at Andy Last on Twitter. That's Facebook.com. What? <laughs> oh, my God. I think my brain is fucked. How about this? <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about the Twitter afterwards. How about we listen to another track, and then maybe we'll start answering some calls here from some listeners and uh, get this show on the road. So, here is a cool song. This is Strange Love by Invisible City.
And that was Strange Love by Invisible City off the Neon Crusader album. And Invisible is spelled I-N-V-S-B-L-E. So they got rid of two of the I's, which is what I like. It's a, it's compact, you know what I mean? If you can get the same message out there and use less characters, you're doing the right thing. All right, let's go to the phones. Oh, it's ringing. I'm here right now with uh, Night Raptor, a.k.a. How do you say your name? Ariel? Ariel? Ariel. Ariel's the way you say that, yeah. Ariel Comas, like that? Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. It is. It is very exciting. You having a good day? Yeah, it's my day off. Fine, my first day off. I usually just work Friday through Monday. <laughs> like all weekend at a coffee shop and then Monday through Thursdays are my days off and I just work on music and take care of my baby. Where do you live? Miami, Florida. You live in Miami, Florida, working at a coffee shop, making music. I hear a baby in the background. Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to get in the show too. <laughs> <laughs> my kids try and do that sometimes too, but I don't let them. <laughs> Yeah, now he's just eating one of his toys, so he should be quiet for a little bit now. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it's okay. That's what babies do, man. They make noise. So what's going on in the world of uh, of Night Raptor today? Today I'm just... <laughs> we'll just let your, let your son answer for you. He's my manager, too. He's... <laughs> there you go. Today, just trying to work really hard on the EP, you know? That's all I pretty much do is just work come home and then take care of him and then you know do all the chores and stuff and then just make music uh, when my days off i just try to do as much as that as i can while taking care of him when he lets me you know because he's my manager and i have to do other stuff for him too what sort of a name is uh, ariel comas what's what's the the etymology there is that like spanish i don't know my the, the way you pronounce it in spanish is ariel right a- so ariel. Ariel, yes, I am from, uh, my parents are from Cuba, but this sounds more Spanish, but <laughs> I think it's a Spanish descent, but, you know, I've been told a lot of things, like Jewish people come up to me like, oh, are you Jewish? Because that's like Lion of God and all this stuff, and, but I don't really know where I got it from. <laughs> I don't think my name has anything cool like that, that'd be awesome. My name is, my parents gave it to me from my dad, and then my dad's dad is Ariel, so I think it's just like a lineage thing. Are they actually from Cuba? Yeah, uh, both my parents are from Cuba. It's kind of like Scarface then, right? Yeah, and whenever I tell people I'm from Miami, especially in like the Sinswave community, like, oh man, do you have like Chester of Roses over there and girls in bikinis? And I'm like, yeah, man, still like that, just with a lot more hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's pretty cool here. I like it. It's, it's kind of has that vibe still. Just imagine more modern. You got the weather, man. It's raining here today. Today, it's it's pretty cool. Like, literally cool. And it's surprising. It's very fresh. No humidity at all. So, right now, you have your video on. Yeah. Which I don't. So, I can see you. And I see behind you, you have a, a thing on the wall that says... I love you to the moon and back. Yeah, that's uh, insp- That's my studio, which is basically oh. aka my son's room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see the stars on the wall. You've got the star stickers. We were doing a space theme. 
And there's a there's a, a dinosaur. dinosaur in space because he likes dinosaurs too. Sky dinosaur, and, man. And then look at that one. It's a T-Rex on a moon. Yeah, I forgot all about those. When I was a kid, I used to have, you know, like the glow-in-the-dark stars, glow-in-the-dark uh, stars on my ceiling and uh I haven't done that uh for my son, that's sort of like a rite of passage to have those glow in the dark stickers. Yeah, we were, we had those two here, but then somebody scared us with he doesn't really sleep here, so I guess I can still do it. Where like the stars can fall, like shooting stars of death, and like kill him if he eats them or something. <laughs> what? I love how paranoid people are. Like, and the thing that sucks is when you're a parent, all of that paranoia. It does, like, seep into you. You try and be cool, and it's like, hey, man, I'm going to let my kid do whatever they want or whatever. And then the second someone's like, oh, you know, if uh, kids uh, get too close to light bulbs, you know, they, their brain get cancer. And you're like, oh, shit. And all of a sudden, even if I don't believe what they just said, I will be like, don't stand too close to that light bulb, son. You know, like, so <laughs> So it does, like, it does get to me. And I know I would do the same thing. Like, literally, we, we have, like, Nutella, right? You know, the, the yeah. chocolate hazelnut spread. And, uh, you know, I give them some Nutella every now and again. And then they did that story on the news that said, like, Nutella got, like, one of the oils they use or whatever can be linked to cancer. And so now I'm just like, well, I guess I don't want to give them Nutella anymore. And and so it worked on me. Like, I saw that story and I'm like, oh, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to explain to him and he doesn't quite get it. And just like, why can't I have Nutella? I'm like, well... Because of the fucking... I forget the oil, like, some seed oil. Linseed. It's probably shitty death oil yeah it was one of those anyways and it fuck it yeah it's that one it's shitty death oil so then i tried like craft chocolate peanut butter and it's uh it's not as good no nutella's pretty good man i know yeah. it is well that's the thing i thought nutella would publish a retraction or like or, or not a retraction but you know that they would publicly say hey we're gonna switch oils uh, because of this cancer story but instead they just doubled down and the next week it was like hey it's national nutella day <laughs> and then everyone was all like super stoked about nutella and everyone just forgot about that story last week that said it gives you cancer like it was amazing i often wonder like those news story things and i remember growing up too like my parents always used to watch like the news and every like month or something something gives you cancer especially with coffee they never know if coffee or like anything it just gives you cancer month to month so like i remember one month is like cancer caused by coffee mm-hmm. and then the next month is like you can lose a pound a day with a cup of coffee a week or something stupid like that so same with eggs yeah the eggs and so nutella maybe it's just some people angry at nutella and then they're like let's just get some bullshit stats I don't know where, I'm trying to think where they got those stats from. They just found a bunch of like people like dead in a cult, and they all had like <laughs> Nutella smeared over their mouths. And they, they, the cops like smeared. They're like, okay, we got paid by uh, yeah, yeah. some people that want to knock Nutella off. It's just smeared, <laughs> just smeared chocolate all over. <laughs> that would be fucking amazing too, man. Oh, that would be so funny if that were true. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be because it would mean that the cops were implicit in a bunch of murders. But I mean, like the idea of working for some alternate chocolate company trying to like frame Nutella for murders. <laughs> so there's no way cancer comes from. It's probably just everything. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. I think it was. It was to do with like a particular oil that's been linked. But everything gets linked. I mean, like I live in a city, right? So like all day we're just like breathing in like co2 and pollution air and stuff so that's got to be part of it yeah you can physically see the pollution (laughs) oh yeah man it's great (laughs) anyways dude listen we got to wrap this up so how about i give you the last like uh, 30 seconds here and and uh 
talk about Night Raptor. You got 20 seconds now. All right, Night Raptor. Working really hard on the EP. I'm going to announce the release date soon. Like, really, really soon so that people can hype it up and stuff. So just stay tuned to all my social media crap so you guys know working really hard on it so don't don't go anywhere and forget about me (laughs) (laughs) send me your uh your ep when it's done and i'll fucking give it a listen man oh you know it man (laughs) keep doing this show man this show's fucking awesome i love it thanks man so i look forward to every week i like to hear people say nice things to me it uh warms the cockles of my heart which is an actual thing. Cockles. I'm going to look up what that means, like, after we get off of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, dude, well, it was good talking to you. See you, man. All right, and that was Night Raptor, and you can actually check out his music. He makes music as well as listens to this show. So you will find that a lot of listeners to Beyond Synth are actually synthwave artists as well, or up-and-coming synthwave artists. And some of them are just people who like synthwave. And speaking of which, let's listen to a cool track. This is Bourgeoisie and the track Candy at Plain Sight.
And that was Candy at Plain Sight by Bourgeoisie. And uh, that dude's got a lot of cool songs. You should definitely check it out. You know, all the artist links are on the SoundCloud page. I get asked that. So if you go to Beyond Scent on SoundCloud, where the episodes get posted, click the Show More button where the episode description is, and then you'll see the links to all the artists that are featured on the show. And I highly suggest you do that and check them out because, um, you know, it's fun to support people who make cool music is what I think. <laughs> hey, let's go to the mail sack real quick. Alright, this is a message uh, in the mail sack from Argen1981. Love that guy. Uh, he says, Happy New Year, Andy. Oh, by the way, this was sent to me two months ago. Uh, I j- three months ago. <laughs> I forgot what month it was. Uh, Happy New Year, Andy. I just finished listening to your Christmas special and wanted to thank you for another great year. Uh, you're welcome, buddy. As for tips to change. Oh, yeah, because I uh, I think in the Christmas episode, I was like, hey, man, if you guys got any suggestions for the show, uh, let me know, man. And he says, stop worrying about the show not being great. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and once yours pops up, I pause all others. I added my favorite tracks of 2016 to this message. Might be something amazing in it you missed, so check it out. Oh, yeah, and he sent me a playlist. So I'm going to check that out, dude. I will check out your playlist if there's some cool tracks on there. Maybe I'll add them to the show's lineup of things. And then he also says, I guess that my absolute favorite this year is Foray Devin, Another Dimension, featuring Say. Uh, yeah, Foray Devin's really good. Um, I don't think I've even ever played it on the show, but uh, I will one of these days because it's good stuff. Anyways, thanks, Argen1981. The whole point is uh, I like reading emails that uh, tell me that the show is good. It makes me feel great. Actually, here's another letter. This was one that I have sort of difficulty answering, although I tried. So this is from a dude called Nacho Bird. And Nacho Bird says, Hey, Andy, I'm a big fan of you and Rick Shithouse. Was wondering if I could ask a question. Which album, artist, or track do you think would be good for ambience for a cyberpunk 2020 campaign? I was originally going to play Episode 2 by Carpenter Brute, but it seems a little too intense. Your input would be great, Chummer. Is Chummer a... Is that a term of endearment? It sounds like... It sounds like that's you would insult someone by calling them a chummer. But anyways, so I think uh, the point is that this guy wants to just throw together like a little fun video on the internet using footage from that upcoming uh, cyberpunk game, which is actually just called Cyberpunk uh, 2020. See, I'm always really bad at this because sometimes people ask me questions like, oh, could you recommend a cool song for this or that? And the thing is, I'm a video editor and I, I know the importance of good music to set the tone, but I can never answer these types of questions for other people without really seeing the footage and knowing what the tone is. You know, I always go into editing projects with an emotion I want to elicit, and then I pick a good song sort of first, and that's why I like the more cinematic songs that can hit sort of several moods in one track, because as much as I like editing a video to some like kind of standard kind of dancey track, I mean, it's good because you've got the beats you can cut on and stuff, but ultimately, it's always cool when you can actually edit a video that has an arc, like even like a musical arc. I mean, when I... um made the music video for Droid Bishop's track Exodus. What I liked about it was that it was an emotional song and it allowed the video to actually have like emotional beats, but it was sort of like a cinematic track. So that's the way of me saying I can't really answer this question uh, because it's it's tricky for me because that's my personal, like I am an editor and so 
I put way too much thought into this stuff. If I'm going to sit down and really edit something and put some music to it, like I think so hard about it. And so when other people just casually go like, hey, what's a song that would be good for this? I literally can't do it. Maybe other people have this experience. Like, do you guys know what I'm talking about? If you have your realm of where you're an expert, like say you're a really good woodworker and someone comes up and just has like a casual like, hey, what's a good material to make a door out of? Right? If you were less experienced, you might just be like, I would just choose a pine. But if you're like an actual expert in wood, then that question is a lot more complicated for you because you actually would then follow it up with a bunch of your own questions because you know a lot about woodworking. So you'd be like, well, what's the point of the door? Is it indoor, outdoor? You know, like you'd, you would, you know, you'd, you get what I'm trying to say, right? You know, so when you're an expert, And I'm not saying I'm an expert in editing, but I mean, like, when that's your field of expertise, it becomes more complicated. Sometimes someone thinks it's a simple question, and it's not when you know a lot about the subject matter. And uh, that's my point. So let's help this guy out. Why don't you tell me, what do you think would be a cool track to play to edit footage for Cyberpunk 2020 for a fun little... uh, like edit video thing so you let me know let me know in the comments all right and then nacho bird can read those because maybe you guys have a lot better ideas than i do but here's a cool idea i do have we're going to listen to another track and of course if you want to send in questions to the mailbag and by mailbag i mean mail sack uh you can message me on the beyond synth facebook page on the beyond synth soundcloud page you can message me on twitter So I'm at Andy Last on Twitter. That's the official Beyond Synth Facebook Twitter. What the fuck is wrong with me? (laughs) Oh my God, I did it again. I literally did the same fucking thing again. Let's just go to a song. I don't care. Look, the links are on the fucking page, okay? You listen to Beyond Synth. There's a Facebook page, okay? Facebook.com slash beyond.synth.podcast. If you're listening to the show right now, chances are you're actually listening to the SoundCloud stream. So... Go there. And uh, what else, man? There's probably more. There's a Patreon, but we'll get to that later. In the meantime, let's listen to a cool track. This is Miami Beach Force and the track Sudden Impact.
that was Sudden Impact by Miami Beach Force. A cool song. Now let's go back to the phones and talk to some more listeners. Uh, the board is just lighting up. I'm here right now with uh, Beyond Synth listener Lou Rinaldi. How's it going? Yeah, it's going great, man. It is going fantastic. How's your day? What have you been doing? Well, it's raining here, and as you know, uh, March showers do something, like uh, increase the tick population. So, yeah, got that to look forward to. Do you have ticks? Yeah, so, you know, Connecticut is actually the home of Lyme disease. It's one of our many accomplishments. <laughs> uh, we, we uh, you know, patient zero was from Connecticut, and there's a town in Connecticut called Lyme, which is where it all got started. So that's our contribution to North America is, is uh, this wonderful, wonderful disease. So is patient zero a tick? So my understanding is that they get it from mice, like the ticks, as many as 50 ticks latch onto mice and then the mice have the whatever in their bloodstream and then the ticks get it as a natural outcome of their parasitic activities so yeah it's, it's all it's all very pleasant stuff you know i tell my kids this as a bedtime story they really love it so patient zero is a rat I think it was a person. I think the first person to manifest symptoms. Is that the rule with patient zero? Like patient zero has to be a person? I think that's typically how organizations that manage outbreaks of disease look at it. You know, they want to know where was the original infection to a human being and, uh, you know, trace it back to the point of origin. But I am not employed by the Center for Disease Control. And I cannot speak speak authoritatively on the matter. Well, I would like you to. You've got eight more minutes. So let's... uh... (laughs) let's talk all about connecticut Connecticut is all about nutmeg and lyme disease so that's that's what we do so what does uh what does lou rinaldi do so lou rinaldi uh i began life as a uh a unix geek uh system administrator and eventually my hair got pointier and i became involved in the management aspect and now i'm a director of a good number of young folk who are field technicians for a product that this company makes. And it's great. Everybody's happy. Everyone's learning and growing and thrilled. And a lot of them actually listen to Synthwave. And I think I had a little something to do with that. What does your company do? So we are in enterprise content management, which is the fancy business way of uh, talking about the dream of the paperless office. You know, like we were promised along with the flying cars and the jetpacks and everything. We make software that helps companies automate all their paper-based processes so they can get rid of all their filing cabinets, burn them, throw them into landfills, uh, play king of the mountain with the resulting piles of burning file cabinets, and, you know, everybody wins. So you're some kind of nerd. (laughs) Gosh, I'm (laughs) blushing, Andy. (laughs) Oh my goodness, Andy last just called me a nerd. (laughs) Oh boy. So, um... Yeah, yeah, it's it's very true. I mean, like I think like a lot of people in our general age bracket, although I am a little bit older than you, um, I think I you know I got started wanting to take stuff apart and put it back together again, 
figure out how it worked and then when I broke it it was on me to fix it and that I think is a good way for young people to get started in technology because uh, nowadays I don't think you have as many opportunities because things are not as inherently fixable uh, as they once were so that's how that was the genesis of my nerdish leanings right there and then that habit just eventually parlayed itself into a career and here we are but uh, you said you're older than me but uh, you don't seem to have gray hair oh but I do really but I do so I did this little experiment a couple of weeks ago uh, you know it's the middle of winter I have not had a beard in a good long time oh great so you know what yeah we're gonna let this go we're gonna see you know how what the pigmentation situation is like and uh, I let it grow for a while and I realized I looked more like a sea captain than I was comfortable with you know and also the the gray as I'm sure you've no doubt experienced the gray hairs tend to be a little bit more unruly mm. sometimes they're, they're a little bit longer they're harder to manage and uh, yeah it wasn't fun it wasn't what I wanted it to be and I started to look increasingly homeless and you know that just wasn't a good look for me well you got to just move towards the the paperless home and the the homeless home so that you can be a bum but somehow live it out virtually using software from your own technology is that possible well you, you just touched on something that I really um, I love touching on stuff <laughs> yes <laughs> continue to touch on it until the day you die so I had this dream as a kid well, not really as a kid more as I was growing up of uh, I had this idea for a house a very small house completely made of stainless steel four walls and a roof basically all stainless steel and all the furniture and the appliances and everything were built into the walls mm -hmm. and when it came time to clean you pushed a button in the side of the thing and all the walls like flipped everything like flipped up you know like those cheesy hotel beds sometimes that fold up into the wall mm -hmm. like like that style and then everything would kind of fold in on itself and sprayers would just hose the whole thing down and scrub it and then everything gets drained out the bottom and it flips back down and there you go. So I had this great idea. I'm sure there's a market for it somewhere. Maybe like military application. I don't know. Japan. 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 Sure. You could stack them vertically. They're stackable. So uh, w was it Protector 101 that, that goes to Japan? I mean, I know he has he has like a schoolgirl panty fetish, but I don't know if that has anything to do <laughs> With going to Japan, that's just something that he likes. He says it all yeah. the time. That's the thing. Every time he comes on the show, I have to edit out like a whole hour of just like, hey, Andy, you know what I like? I'm like, oh, what? And he says, the panties, man. I love panties. I'm like, of course you fucking do. <laughs> Jesus. I've seen your face. You've got the face right. for it. So, so in his case, what we would do as we're stacking these is we'll interweave them with those panty vending machines, so that there's like one of these little housing units, then panties. Well, Rook, but I think I think your company. I mean, this is a particular dream that I had when I was a kid of a pantyless office. <laughs> now, some way that you guys have the technology to do that. We got the paperless yes, we office. We need the pantyless office. All right. Now I don't know how we can we like digitize. We will digitize all your undergarments, uh, and and then you can dispose of them uh, in a in a landfill fire. I don't know why I keep going back to that. I think I maybe I'm having a dream like Close Encounters style where I have to like build this fire in a landfill and then I'll mm. fulfill my destiny. So your family just sees you sitting around the table making uh, <laughs> panties shapes out of your fucking uh, mashed potatoes. 
<laughs> yes, yes, that's uh, that's actually. I was pitching that as a sequel, and it just it, I couldn't get off the ground. Well, here's what you should do, in. man. Here's what you should do. You, yeah, you say you have employees that listen to the synth wave. Yeah, man. Get them to listen to Beyond Synth and to send me the money they make. Interesting. Mm, that's my plan. As long as we're touching on things repeatedly, mm-hmm. this could be you know next level. You know, you know, Beyond Synth has a Patreon, but we could also. <laughs> <laughs> we could also have a Beyond Synth Ponzi scheme. That could really be... Uh, well, here's you know, the thing. A in, in a way, <laughs> it's kind of what Patreon is, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have to go into that. I mean, it, it is... I mean, I guess the difference is, right, if you're getting something... Right, and as much people who donate to the Patreon, they receive the best podcast synthwave chat show there is. Right, so I mean that's uh, it's sort of like it's a uh, I even I can't even sell this. <laughs> well, it's it's better than it's it's better than the other one that doesn't exist. So. Yeah, that's true. Oh, <laughs> hold on two seconds. I think somebody's delivering my cardboard. Oh my goodness! Hello, cardboard delivery. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the happiest time of day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, anytime between uh, 9 a.m. and uh, like 3 p.m. Now, will someone call like when the delivery is like outside? Because it is like a big <laughs> shipment of cardboard. Here's your cardboard, Mr. Last. Great. Oh, that would be perfect. So that'll be tomorrow? Okay, thanks a lot. <laughs> Bye-bye. But that was supposed to be now, today. now, Andy, I got you, I got you down for one pallet of corrugated here, and uh... <laughs> I know you're saying that in a joking tone, but that is actually what I've ordered. A pallet of corrugated cardboard. Yes. God bless you. <laughs> but we'll, the Beyond Synth listeners will find out soon enough why. Anyways, listen, dude. Wow. We got to go because I got to go uh, chat with some more people here. Hey, listen, Andy, it's been great. We should probably wind this down. We can probably wrap this up. <laughs> uh, we're going to end on a track. Uh, <laughs> we are going to end on a track. But listen, All dude, right. it was nice, uh, nice to meet you. And, uh, yeah, you too. Keep on uh, listening to the show and keep on telling people about the joys of Synthwave. You got it, man. Thanks for all the hard work and keep it up. All right, dude. Have a good day. All right. See ya. And that was Lou Rinaldi with a very hot microphone. But that's okay, man. When you talk to lots of different people, they got all sorts of different microphones. And that's what makes the world go round. Let's listen to a track. This is a cool, chill track. This is Digital Dream by Have Soul.
the track Digital Dream. And that one gets in my head, that uh, that vocal line. When you spoke to me. Whenever I... <laughs> there's certain things, you know, certain tracks that this have stuff that just gets in my head. Anyways, guys, we're talking to listeners of Beyond Synth today because that's a fun thing to do, right? To incorporate the audience. Uh, it's not uh, the last time I'm going to do this. It was a fun idea, I think. And uh, if you're interested in being a guest on Beyond Synth for a quick little chat, you know, next time I plan one of these shows, I'll let you guys know in advance. With the Beyond Synth newsletter that you should sign up to. There'll be a link to that on the uh, more info page. Anyways, guys, let's uh, go back to the phones. I'm here right now with uh, Jake Last. Hello. How's it going? Not too bad. How are you? I'm all right, man. So we should stress to the listeners that uh, we are not related. We are. Okay. (laughs) You you pay me to pay you. You'd think if I had done that, I would have uh, made you choose a different alias or something. Nah, you weren't too creative in that process. You were just like, just be you. Yeah, I'm not a very creative guy. <laughs> so anyways, man, how's your day? What's what's going on with you right now? Not a lot. In my boxes, as always. Just uh, being me. Just be yourself. So what is, uh, what's a typical day for Jake last? I don't really know too much about you. I made you one of those Patreon videos, but I didn't do what I... I did to uh, Beyond Synth listener Fraser Davidson because I just looked in his actual Facebook and teased him, but uh, I did not. Uh, I didn't do that for you, man. So talk to me about Jake Last, Beyond Synth listener Jake Last. You say my name again. Is it like Beetlejuice, where you're just going to appear here and then we don't have to 
fucking worry about this stupid internet connection shit. <laughs> we actually, you, 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 you've just said my name like five times in the sentence. So I just want to hear it one more time. One more. Well, if you're a good boy, you'll hear it by the end of the chat. Okay, man, you put me on the spot. I mean, my typical day is pretty much the same every day. I don't do a lot. I'm pretty lazy, but uh, I try and attempt to do work when I can. But other than that, it's normally just sitting at a computer pretending to do work. What is what is work for uh, you? Uh, I'm a graphic designer. Cool. Yeah, it can be. Sometimes. Depends on the job, but... Do you work for a company or do you work for yourself? <laughs> uh, I used to. Uh, I went freelance, but it's a struggle. But we get. Uh, I'm getting there. Just uh, building things up as it is. Getting going. So what do you do for fun then over there? Over where? Where you live. <laughs> <laughs> where do I live? That's a very good question. Uh, by your accent, I'm going to say France. Spot on. You got it. I knew it. I can tell. I can tell. I hear you munching away <laughs> on baguettes over there. I was about to say, yeah, I just eat croissants and uh, snails, uh, climb the Eiffel Tower when I can. Croc monsieur. That's it. Whatever that was. That's a like a French <laughs> cheese and ham sandwich thing that they... Just say cheese and ham sandwich. No, fuck no. Listen, I'm part French, man. It's part of my heritage. <laughs> well, I, I'm not French, so... Well, we're, we're not related, though. That's We, we gotta... We gotta uh, you know, we probably actually are, somehow. We probably are. I think we are. We've got a lot in common. My girlfriend says we've got the same eyebrows, so... <laughs> that's something. Well, we could figure this out. I mean, my only issue is, like, most of my... I think my dad's dad, who would have been the last, had, like, a whole bunch of siblings, and they obviously came from England, Yeah, but uh, they all died. Like, in the war and stuff. So, I don't know, like, what the connection would be. Well, my mum's 1 to 12, and she's the last side. So, there's a lot of us. So, there, there's got to be... I mean, they spread around. They were like rabbits. So, there's got to be around the world a lot of lasts that are connected to me. And I think you might be one of them. Well, there aren't that many lasts over here. I've never met a last in my life that wasn't, like, a, a close blood relative. What are you talking about? Don't you know James Last? I mean, I know of James Last, but I've not met him classic country singer i think we're connected as well he plays the fucking accordion doesn't he i don't know i just found him randomly on dvd in a shop and i was just like that's my granddad i think maybe i think that's the rite of passage of any last is to find a james last album somewhere and be like haha this is quaint <laughs> and then you pick it up and you just have it there as like a funny thing to have exactly well i didn't pick it up because i was young and i didn't really want it but I showed my friends, and that's all that matters. Well, what would really matter is if you picked it up. I feel like you you entered into this whole thing without the heart that's needed. Are you yawning? Fine, all right. I'm going. That's it. I'm going there now. Are you yawning? I'm going to buy it. I'm buying <laughs> it now. Not my yawning. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yawning. I, Talking about James Last, this is not what I expected. Now, first of all, this had to have been what you've expected if you've listened to this show. It's a fucking stupid show. Well, I think this might be the first time you spoke about country singer James Last. So. Well, it won't be the last. There you go. You're, you're branching out. I guess. I mean, it's not really like synthwave, but then very little of what I talk about is synthwave. We'll do a remix. It's fun. <laughs> so, tell me what, what what's going on today, man. You got some big plans? food shop in because i'm hungry and there's no food in my house so what what's the typical meal of a guy like you <laughs> well it's probably similar to yours i know you like burgers mm -hmm. i've got burgers in the fridge excellent so that's definitely coming out pizza chicken nothing healthy literally as long as it doesn't have fruit or veg i don't want it 
Get out. How do you cook those burgers? What do you mean, how do I cook burgers on a grill? So you've got a grill? You're thinking grill like barbecue, right? Mm-hmm. This is, this is the mistranslation. No, no, no. I've got a grill in my oven. So it's like an oven, grill, hops. Well, they, it's not the same. You know, burgers have to be done on a barbecue, and I don't have one, so I can't really make very good burgers. Do you know what the weather's like in England? Probably the exact same as it is today here. It's raining. Yeah, it's terrible. So I'm not barbecuing. I'm not going to stand in the cold just for burgers. Trust me, the burgers are fine. I have no reason to trust you. <laughs> Why? How can you say that to me, your long-lost relative? Uh, I guess that's true. <laughs> you can trust me. Look, man, I'm having a rough day. I'm trying to connect with all these listeners of Beyond Synth, and everyone has technical problems, and I'm, like, navigating all of them. You chose You, you chose this life. I did. When I was a little kid, yeah. that was the first. I was just like, dude, when I get older, I want to have a... How would I word the popularity of this podcast? Not very, but I'm, I'm trying to think of... <laughs> there's got to be a word for, like, very small audience, but not what I would call good oh my god you're slating your audience you've got a big enough audience you do this every week you're insulting everyone (laughs) there's enough listeners come on man people listen all that matters is that Jake Last tunes in to Beyond Synth sometimes (laughs) (laughs) only if I like the guest (laughs) no I just I cut that bit out I just listen to the music Perfect. <laughs> no, you, you you do a good job. Well done. Thanks, man. I'm proud of you, Dad. <laughs> well, listen, man, it was fun chatting with you. We had a fun time, didn't we? No. <laughs> you didn't ask me anything about, like, what I like about your show, nothing. You asked me all about food, where I'm from, what I do. I'm a boring person. I don't want to talk about me. Yeah, well, you know, we're out of time. That's the, that's the breaks, man. Brilliant. Anyway. No, take two. Let's go again. No, that's the, we're done. we got to go. But uh, listen, it was fun talking to you. How about this? You can end. You can tell me, what do you like about Beyond Synth? I would love to know what people like about it. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. Perfect. And that was Jake Last. No relation to me. Or though maybe distant relation. Who knows? Anyways, let's listen to a track. This is Deadline and the track Burn.
And that was Burn by Deadline. That's a cool track. A nice uh, vocal hook there. I say the same thing about every song, don't I? <laughs> I'm the worst. I don't really consider myself a disc jockey. This is more of just a silly chat show, but uh, I like every time I listen to a song, I just come back and be like, that's a cool track. Uh, and it is. I get it's a cool song, right? I'm not wrong. I'm never wrong. Anyway, guys, uh, you know you can support Beyond Synth uh, because Beyond Synth has a Patreon, and I think we should go to the Patreon right now and thank my lovely Pattersons. So here is the Patreon. If you want to support Beyond Synth, check out patreon.com slash beyondsynth. Patreon is a way that you can donate money to the show. It's a monthly donation service. It's kind of like a Kickstarter, except you donate monthly. So you can donate as little as a dollar a month. Uh, if people donate more, sometimes five or ten. Uh, people who donate higher amounts get special prizes or rewards, they're called. They're really not rewards or prizes. They're pretty bad. But the people who donate ten bucks a month, I make them a special thank you video, and they're all sort of custom-made. You can check those out on the Beyond Synth YouTube channel. But uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it helps out the show. There's a lot of fees incurred in putting this show together and also just my time because it takes a long time sifting through all this music, man. And uh, on days like this, when I feel like shit, the Patreon is the one thing that sort of keeps me going because I actually really just didn't want to do a show this week, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> I was literally like sleeping all day and uh, I got my big jug of water here trying to make myself feel better. Anyways, guys, let's, who cares? <laughs> let's uh, thank some lovely Patterson. So, of course, lovely donors to the show. There's Power85, Brendan Kellum, Ravonia, Bending Unit 22, Lunar Baboon, Knox Bello, Terrence Thompson, Nathan Winter, Russ Nyes, Data Suck, Seach, The Fear Merchant, Kanaz, Argen1981, Russell Hugo, Kyle, Night Raptor, Junk Mail Jeff, Python Blue, Katner, Girls with Tails, Zycorax, I90RR, Mitch Wiseman, Jeff Block, Eric Valerio. Is this new? Uh, Rolando Killswitch Flickar. Is that new? That might be a new one. Thanks, dude, for donating to Beyond Synth. Rolando Killswitch Flickar. I'm assuming that is your real name, and I thank you for your support of Beyond Synth. $3.03. 303. The old 303 special, if you know what I mean. So thanks a lot, dude. A new donor. And now there's Tomasz Bubinicek and Common Synths and 420 Bro Chris Schmokel. And now here are my lovely $5 Pattersons. There's Kai and Saloya, X-Riz Music, Joe and Lando, Roman, Devious Raven, Bobby B, John Eternal, Dougie Fresh, Lame Robot, Mono Memory, Replicant 81, Florence Bullock, Matthew Lister, Simon Norberg, Valingo, New Gat Ninja, Greg Smith, Mike Shima, or Shema, I'm saying Shima until you correct me, uh, then Ethan Hennings, Blake Peterson, Hellroy, and 
and Lucas Ceballos. And now we go to my lovely $10 Pattersons. There's Trevor Resnick, Colin Bennett, Fraser Davidson, Victor Garza, Ezra Van Dam, Winfield, Will Lowe, and Jacob Wake. I think I read those names exactly the same each week, just for you, my special Pattersons. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for donating to Beyond Synth. It means a lot to me. And if you want to donate, check out patreon.com slash beyond synth. Let's listen to another track. This is Silverhawk with Heartbeat.
And that was Heartbeat by Silverhawk. And we're back on Beyond Synth. Today is the listener episode where we are chatting with listeners of Beyond Synth and we're going to go right to the phones again and talk to somebody else. So, I am here with Bobby B. How's it going? Yeah, so good, thank you. You having a good day? Yeah, but for about the last three hours, I've been fiddling around trying to figure out how to connect with you. But that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. Well, I should say, my whole day has been navigating different people's uh, technical issues. And uh, this one is the most interesting because we're right now using FaceTime. But for some reason, my computer doesn't allow me to record the audio from FaceTime. So what I'm doing is using FaceTime on a laptop and then routing that audio into... Anyway, you don't have to, you don't have to worry about this, man. <laughs> I'm breaking out in a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> So, what's going on in the life of Bobby B today? It's not too bad. It's uh, all a bit boring, really. I've had my plaster around to do a small patch on the ceiling, and he's managed to plaster everything. But, you know, anyway, that's that. But I've had my, I've had my music on, so, you know, I saw his face looking at me a bit funny. Wait, so so you, you called this dude in to put some plaster on your ceiling, but he, he put on more than you wanted? I've only just had my front room decorated. I had a leak, which is on floor, after it was decorated, so it's ruined the plaster. Mm. So I had this guy come out. He's left a load of crap out in the street, which I had to sweep up. I noticed he left his big footprint on my sofa, so he didn't use a hop-up. He used my sofa as a hop-up to do the work. And do you know what? It's just not good, is it? <laughs> a hop-up. I like that. But anyway, that's just me moaning. That was what I've been doing today, yes. And um, trying to connect with you. Well, that sounds very exciting. It's always very exciting to connect with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sounding like I'm living a very dull and dismal life. <laughs> it's not always as bad. Well, that sounds okay. You, you had your front room decorated. That's nice. That's a nice thing. What, uh, wh- what have you done to decorate your front room? My palette is red and white and black. So that's basically like the palette of my entire house. I'll tell you what I did do today that was interesting. I ordered two tickets to go and see Nina, the lovely Nina, in Winchester, which is just down the road from me. When's that happening? In June, at the Railway Inn in Winchester. And that's just literally down the road from me. So I've been keeping my eyes and ears out for when I can actually see her, um, because it'd be easier for me to see her here in this country. But um, that's what's happening in June, yeah. And also, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna see your double, Jimmy Carr, the one I said you look like. Mm. I'm gonna go see him. In I don't a- look like Jimmy Carr. I know what Jimmy Carr looks like, and I've I've watched his comedy, and he's a funny guy. He is, but uh, we don't really look the same. I guess it's just like the the hair and the teeth and the laugh. Yeah, but now my fucking hair is gray. And uh, my laugh is different because Jimmy Carr has a different laugh, right? His is sort of like a ooh, ooh, like he does kind of that sort of thing. Like, I, I don't, he goes like this. <laughs> That's a terrible impression. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is you both have a unique laugh. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's on tap then for Bobby B's? Uh, you got your plaster done. Yeah. You got a boot print on your couch. Yeah, I took a picture of that as evidence. But I, I probably won't complain. I get all like, oh, that's terrible. But I'll just be like, oh, sod it. I just washed it off. Well, you can post that boot picture on the uh, on your Twitter. I know, but that's just being really mean. 
Well, you don't have to say any names. Just say, uh, unless, like, is the plaster like your brother-in-law or something? Like, is it somebody? <laughs> no, no, just some random that I don't know. Let's look here, because, you know, it's it's always fun to get to know uh, my listeners. Uh, we got to see Bobby B. Yeah. You got uh, some blonde hair. I'm just looking at a photo. <laughs> I'm, 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 on your, I'm on your Twitter page. Yeah, yeah I, I have some blonde hair. That's, yeah. So is that, is that, is that dyed? Yes. The cuffs don't match the curtains. <laughs> That's not what... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll behave. This is not that kind of a show. You understand what kind of show this is. Yes. We, we, we don't ever say uh, 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 swear words. Sexual innuendos. That's not. Uh, that's not the kind of. Uh... No, no, no. Goodness, I don't want to be caught up in that. The Church of England will be outraged. <laughs> <laughs> Shoes, shopping, fashion, music, Chihuahuas, London. I'm just reading your Twitter bio. Oh, right. Chocolate, EastEnders. Yeah. Sleeping. Yeah. World peace. Blah blah. Heart. Yeah, it's good, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you own a Chihuahua? I own a Chihuahua, Penelope. How old? How old is your Chihuahua? She's seven, mm. and she's tiny. And um, when I walked her once, this cute little boy said, "Mommy, look, a cat." I was like, "No, this is a dog." They shake a lot. <laughs> Whenever I've been with people who have Chihuahuas, they the Chihuahuas are always sitting there like just trembling. I know. People always think that she's neglected or something, and it just, I think, God, no, she's a small dog, they shake. And, and, and she, like, shakes, and I think, oh, my God, she's really loved and looked after. Stop shaking as if you have a terrible life, Penelope. <laughs> 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 she's so spoiled. She has her own sofa. She has a million blankets. She's just, like, has the life of Riley. The plasterer guy, did he, like, put that boot print and also step on your dog? When he knocked the door, she, she barks, right? But mm. her bark is worse than her bite because she's soft as shit. I'm allowed to say that, aren't I? Shit. Yeah, well, you, you swear. So I'm allowed to say that, aren't I? So is, that, is that an expression, soft as shit? Yeah. <laughs> it means that she's, um, you know, she's all bark and no bite. She's all mouth and mm. no trousers. Okay, but when you say all bark and no bite, is that even a turn of phrase when you're actually talking about a dog? Yeah, but people can say that as well about, um, you know, people. But. Right, but I mean, if you're actually talking about a dog, at that point, is it not an expression anymore? Because it is literally... That is the truth, yeah. It's a good question. Yeah. Another good question is, like, uh, where does the phrase Life of Riley come from? I've got no idea. I don't know. I know it's like, I think more British people use that uh, phrase, but I, I don't know what the uh, the origin of it is. Like, who is Riley? I have never looked that up. I don't know. I don't know, but I know that once I did a horse that was called Rife of Riley, and I backed the horse, and uh, it won. And that, you know... Sorry, you, you what a horse? <laughs> uh, I went to um, a place called Goodwood, where they have horse racing. This was years ago, and they had a horse called Wait, Rife of Riley. When you bet on a horse, you call that... You did a horse? I, I did a horse, yes. I thought this was a clean show. Well, no, I'm just... Uh, <laughs> It's just that if someone were to tell me they did a horse... Yeah. You'd be horrified. You'd be on the phone to the authorities. Well, no. I would say, I would say uh, one, where are the photos? Uh, <laughs> that's well, it. There's only one. <laughs> there's, yeah. no, there's no second thing. <laughs> phone the authorities, I would have thought. <laughs> I don't know. What would you say? You like, call the cops and like, hey, uh, so uh, someone just told me they did a horse. And they'd be like, okay, number one. 
You got the photos, and I'll be like, uh, I wish, and then we just laugh and then hang up, and that'd be the last time I called the cops. Get arrested for wasting police time. Yeah, if that's a thing. It is over here. Is it? Yeah. You can't waste their time? Oh, no. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know what they, they do. I'm arresting you for wasting police time. I don't know. Hmm. I've never been arrested. Touch wood, I don't get arrested. I don't want to be arrested. Well, then you got to keep living the life of Riley. Yes. I'm doing all right, so I'll just carry on. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, listen, man, I got to run because I got to fucking uh, call some more people here. Yeah. Brilliant. But it was uh, fun to chat with you. Bobby B, listener of Beyond Synth. Thank you. And, uh, and I hope you have a, a lovely day. Thank you. You too, Andy. I'm, I'll try, man. I'm going to record lots of chats and uh, navigate technical problems. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Sounds like you might need a stiff drink afterwards. Yep. Then I'll do a horse. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I mean bet on a horse. <laughs> a horse. <laughs> okay, brilliant. And that was listener Bobby B. Thanks for listening to the show. I like the people listen to the show. Let's listen to another track. This is by 1912. Now, I played uh, some of their music like last year, but they were just a bunch of random singles. I think they finally put out an album, which is called From the Offworld Colonies, I believe. And uh, this track is called Exile Colonies.
And that was Exile Colonies by 1912. From the Off World Colonies is the name of the album. And uh, they make some cool tracks. Uh, I think I've played their track Y2K on the show before, which is also good, which is, I think, track number one of this album. So it's cool they finally put one out. It's got a neat sound. And uh, you're listening to Beyond Synth. This is the listener call-in episode where we are chatting with listeners of Beyond Synth. So let's go back to the phones. So I'm here with... uh, Martin Airborne. Hey, how's it going? It's going all right, man. Is your real last name Airborne? No, I have two last names. One is Bulgarian, one is Russian. And I, I'm fluid like that. I can decide whether to be Russian or Bulgarian when I meet people. Is it like a hyphenated last name where it's like the two names together? No, it's just on my passport, it's just the Bulgarian one. And on my Russian, I have a, like a Russian document thingy for ID. I have the Russian one. So I'm like, I have two nationalities. <laughs> but how are you allowed to have two last names? Because it's uh, Russia. And uh, <laughs> they allow you to... <laughs> if you want to show you're Russian, you're welcome, even though... You come from, like, a mixed family. Okay, so one of your parents is Russian? Yeah, my mother, my dad is Bulgarian, and I'm currently in Bulgaria in a city called Borgas. It's on the Black Sea. That's cool. It sounds cool. Black Sea. It's not that black, though. (laughs) What was life like? What is life like in, in Bulgaria? I know very little about Bulgaria. It's nice. It's calm. The weather is nice where I live. Because we have a nice long beach, like a beach line with the sand, like not a stone beach line. But the opposite side of the Black Sea is Russia with the city Sochi, where they had the Winter Olympics. And uh, there is the beach is made out of, uh, out of stone and ours is sandy all the way on the border with the sea. Do you do lots of swimming? Not right now. Now I do lots of longboarding. Ooh. Going around on my longboard that I got back in 2013 and I've used it ever since. That's what we do here right now. If the weather is good, we go longboarding. I did drop it in the sea a couple of times, so I had to go take it out in the winter. It like slipped off the edge of the of the we have a nice pier here, like a port side pier, and it fell in the water, so I had to jump in around 3 times this year to take it out out of the water so what do you mean like you do you leave your longboard on the pier yeah and then a friend of mine decided to like try it out because he's never been on a longboard and he just slipped fell forward and the longboard went the opposite side so it went into straight into the water Mm. but it's made out of bamboo so it doesn't sink and i just had to jump in and get it out are you part of like a a scene of longboarders (laughs) i wouldn't call it a scene but i am one of the rare people here who have a longboard in the city so we pretty much know everyone who rides them so like if you're going down the street holding your longboard do you like wave at the other longboard people if you see one? Oh, we don't wave come on that's that's whack you don't wave at people well you see it's in like, north america there's a thing with jeep owners people who drive jeeps oh, and they wave at each huh? other if it's yeah. like a fellow jeep owner oh so i thought maybe it was something like that like a jeep <laughs> well they are fun even though they're not jeeps. <laughs> yeah, fun. <laughs> so besides longboarding, what does uh, Martin Airborne do for fun? Uh, right now I'm just 
I have uh, in front of me my desktop and I'm trying to count how many shortcuts for video games I have that I'm still like slacking too much to even bother playing. I have around 150 of those, I think, 100 games maybe. What do you mean, like on Steam? Yeah. I'm just wondering which one to play and I'm just sitting here all night looking at the desktop and not playing anything. That's the thing, man. When you have too much choice, I feel that way with Netflix when I when I want to watch a show and then I just spend most of the time yeah, looking at true. the list instead yeah. of just choosing something. Yeah, I'm a little bit spoiled like that, I guess. Although I just got uh, Zelda and the Switch, so right now I'm focused on just playing that fucking thing. Oh, yeah. Breath of the Wild. Mm. Yeah, I've been watching streams of that last night. It's a good game. It looks uh, very, very rich on everything, content-wise. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's really good. It's really good. See, part of it, too, I don't even know how much I really like the Switch, it might just be because Zelda is so good yeah. <laughs> that it's making me feel <laughs> like that. But I mean, the Switch is good. Like, it's fine. Yeah. But it's also because the game itself is also really wicked. It might be like the system seller. Is, it, is that what they call them? Yeah, well, it has to be because it's the only one. Yeah. <laughs> I think it launched with like two games. One, two Switch or something like yes, that? Yes, and I don't think anyone bought that. That's the one thing. If you go to the store right now, there's going to be just a shelf full of one, two Switch, but there won't be any controllers. There yeah. won't be any systems. <laughs> Yeah, cool. No, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I've decided to play today Alien Isolation. Now, how is that? Because I, I never played it. It's very cinematic. I'm still at the beginning, but so far, I haven't even met the alien. And it, it's been like maybe 30 minutes. So it's not very like straightforward. Mm. But it's fun because the sound effects are from the 80s and it's got the VHS effects and like colorized effects on the screen at different times and it, it's very yeah you feel like you're watching another alien movie from the 80s isn't the whole point of that game though is to not meet the alien like because you can't really fight it can you i don't think you can fight it but eventually you have to escape but it's inevitable he is gonna find you he's a hunter mm. you know? i was able to attack a guy to protect a friend of mine so i just left click and it hit him with the like a wrench or something mm. Maybe you will be able to, like, use some weapons and stuff. I think I've seen, like, a flamethrower. I think there's probably a part when you can just run right at the alien, just smash him with your longboard. <laughs> yeah, this might be a DLC, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the language that they speak in Bulgaria? Try to guess. Bulgarian. Correct. What does Bulgarian sound like? It sounds like a variation of the Russian language. It's more rough and rigid more than russian yeah on our side here in eastern europe we consider russian to be a very soft and gentle language actually huh, that's interesting yeah. so so say some stuff in bulgarian then say uh, uh i'm gonna go play video games today what was video games the vegri video igri video igri da da we also say da, like yes, da, da. Da, da, video igri, da. Da, mnogo dobre, blagodarja. Mnogo dobre, blagodarja. Blagodarja. This is, uh, yeah, thank you, but like the formal one is blagodarja. Blagodarja. Exactly. Pretty much. All right, man. Well, listen, we gotta we gotta wrap this up, but how about you teach me some Bulgarian swear words before we go? I'll DM you on Twitter. Well, you won't say them on here? They're too spicy. Oh, they're too spicy? Spicy, too hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Please. this show? Yeah. 
<laughs> but I'm not going to be able to pronounce them properly. Yes, yeah, so there's no need to pollute the air with bad pronunciations of <laughs> Bulgarian swear words. <laughs> well, if we're not going to do Bulgarian ones, we'll do some English ones. There's shit. There's, uh, I, I, could, I could probably think of a few more. Is there a Bulgarian equivalent? An equivalent to shit? Yeah. Like like the context is like, ah, shit. Yeah. Right? yeah. Not, the, not the literal shit. No, no, no. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be feces. Just uh, yeah, well, we say like, eh, hey, Deba. Deba. Like, hey, Deba, Deba. Deba? Is that like, damn? Yeah, Deba. Hey, Deba, man, Deba. Ah, man, Deba. Ah, that's not. Exactly. <laughs> that's Perfect. a good one. <laughs> Perfect. I will I will sample that later. Thanks, man. Cool. Yeah, I'll put it on the show. Deba. Da. Deba. Vidil glimbles Perfect. Perfect. See, I like speaking Bulgarian in no time. You can move here if you want. Sweet. I'll, yeah, I'll see if I can get to, I'll just show up at the airport and they'll be like, where are you going to? And I'll be like, it's a place. It's a place. It's a place. All right, man. Well, you, you have a lovely Bulgarian day. It's an evening already. It's 7.40. Have a lovely yes, Bulgarian yeah. evening playing Alien Thank Isolation. You. Thank you very nice. all right see you dude see you and that was martin airborne which is his real last name if there's anything i took from that uh, little chat is that his last name is airborne and i think i've also played one of his tracks on the show before but in the meantime let's now listen to another song this is k bit with the track arcade dreams
And that was K-Bit with the track Arcade Dreams off the Future Yesterday album. K-Bit. The letter K and then the word bit. So as you guys know, last week I had a decision to make whether I was going to transfer my Legend of Zelda pre-order from the Switch version to the Wii U version. And uh, if any of you saw the YouTube video I posted, uh, spoiler alert, I ended up getting a Switch. I fully intended to. I walked into the store and I fully intended to get the Wii U version of Zelda and I just wouldn't need a Nintendo Switch for a year and I knew that they were sold out of pre-orders when I walked into the store I didn't go to any other store that morning I casually went just to pick up Zelda and I walked into the store and the dude walks up to me he's like do you want one and I'm like what he's like there's one left and he hands me this ticket and I didn't pre-order I was in there fully determined to get the Wii U version of Zelda and I was like oh man and then I got a Nintendo Switch and it's pretty cool so far I mean I can't really say how much of the system's coolness is based on the fact that Zelda is really good I mean I think I just talked about that with Martin but it's still really cool like it's a it's a cool system and Zelda's great it, it is really good like believe the hype <laughs> I know people like to get all upset when games get good reviews you know anytime there's a game that gets like 10 out of 10 on a bunch of websites people have to like immediately think that there's something wrong or that people got paid let's face it guys I don't think I've ever seen that happen in my life a game gets 10 out of 10 and then you bring it home and it's actually bad like a bad game like that has never happened i'm not talking about your stupid like point of view like yeah you might go like grand theft auto doesn't deserve a 10 you're wrong but i mean you might think that and that's fine if that's your point of view like you don't like great games but there's games that are achievements and there's games that are very special and a lot of work went into them and you can tell as you're playing them and zelda is just one of those games like it, it is very good I've played a lot of games in my life. Zelda is a good one. And that's coming from a guy who didn't even like the last two Zeldas very much. And I love Zelda. Like, Zelda is one of those franchises that, you know, uh, I really like. And to be honest with you, I didn't even beat Skyward Sword. Like, I remember playing Skyward Sword, and I just lost interest. I just didn't care for that game. And uh, Twilight Princess I did beat but I still have issues with that one. So really, the last great Zelda game that I really liked for consoles was uh, The Wind Waker. And The Wind Waker HD version on Wii U is actually really good, too. When I rediscovered and played that game again, I was like, oh, wow, you know what? This game is really good, and this game's amazing. So uh, it's good. And I think, honestly, if you just get the Wii U version, if you can't find a Switch in the store, you don't want to get a Switch, which is, you know, completely reasonable, considering Zelda will be the only game you play on that system until Mario comes out at Christmas time. But I like it. I like the Switch. I like you click off the little controllers, and I haven't really had the issues. I know some people are having issues, but... That's the same for any system. Like, why does everybody act surprised? Every time a new console comes out and they ship hundreds of thousands of these things and millions of these things, that people always get surprised when there's those articles on, like, Kotaku and all the video game sites and stuff where they're like, oh, people are reporting their fucking Nintendo doesn't work. I'm like, yeah, that happens with every console launch because they literally just shipped a million units. Like, do you honestly think, like, all a million units are going to be fine? Like, of course they're not. It's fucking electronics. It's stupid. I mean, yes, if we lived in a perfect world, everything would be perfect, right? But you don't know what's going on in those trucks. Things getting bumped around. Oftentimes, launch systems, you know, they improve the technology over time. So is it stupid to buy a launch system? Yes. <laughs> Did I do that? Yes. <laughs> Anyways, let's listen to another track. So, this one will get stuck in your head. The chorus of this one just gets stuck in my head. The best way to describe this track, because the second I listened to it, I was like, the first thing that came to mind, and I don't know what this says about me, is this is the perfect track 
to listen to if you're imagining a club full of like muscly dudes grinding against each other as the fire alarm goes off so that the water is like spraying on them. <laughs> I'm describing a gay nightclub essentially. And uh, <laughs> don't ask me why. I don't know anything about this artist, so I hope he's not offended by me saying that. <laughs> this is Foxy Newport, and uh, this track is called Black Lodge. And that was Black Lodge by Foxy Newport. And that chorus just gets stuck in my head, man. <laughs> Meet me at the Black Lodge, Black Lodge. I don't know, it just... <laughs> if, you, uh, <laughs> if you own some sort of nightclub establishment for dudes and uh, you need a thumping dance track for them to grind to, I think this would be the ideal... <laughs> I'm sorry again. I hope this... <laughs> 
I just imagine all of a sudden of like Foxy Newport's like this like total tough dude who like doesn't see his music that way. But uh, you know, everybody's got a good sense of humor around here, man. That's what I think. Again, you got to ask yourself the question of why was that the first thing that popped into my head? <laughs> Anyways, a cool track. Check out his album. It's called Neutral. And uh, there's lots of fun kind of uh, bouncy songs on there. It's cool stuff. Anyways, let's go to the phones. I'm here with Fraser Davidson. Hi there. How's it going? Going well, thanks, Andy. How's it going? It's going all right. You having a good day? Yeah, just another day at the office. So I uh, I work from home, so it's uh, pretty convenient and uh, nice and easy for me, and it means I can listen to the Beyond Synth podcast. You didn't get in trouble for that Patreon video I made for you, did you? I don't think... I sent it to my brother and my dad to have uh, to look at, and they rather enjoyed it, but I haven't shared it with anybody else. <laughs> 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 You kind of picked up on a theme there that I hadn't even realized was going on. I uh, I like to travel, and I can get into the various kind of airline lounges and things, and they've always got an open bar there, so my kind of signature thing is to take a photo and check in and I've always got a glass of kind of whatever I'm drinking mm. and inevitably that ends up being some kind of alcoholic beverage of some kind and I don't use Facebook really for anything else so I guess <laughs> it, from a face creeping standpoint I just do look like an alcoholic so <laughs> it is one o'clock in the morning and I haven't touched a drop of booze yet so the more of these Patreon videos I make for you know the people who, who donate yeah. the more I have to start coming up with creative like I just don't want to do the same thing and just like substitute people's names in oh yeah so i'm just like okay well i'll make it more personal but then i didn't even think i do this sometimes like it's a problem i have where i get too personal with people sometimes too quickly yeah i'm not a big fan of small talk yeah so when i meet people i need to navigate very quickly until we start talking about stuff that like interests me Mm -hmm. so i've never been good at going like i mean even though i I say it on the show where I'll be like, what's the weather like over there? I'm saying it as a joke because I don't actually care. Like, it's just... Yeah. But, you know, there's people whose whole lives are based on... They meet up with people and that's the things they say is like sports scores and weather and stuff. Yeah. And I, I will always try and go past that as quickly as I can to get to, like, more personal stuff because that's interesting to me. Yeah. But then I forget that sometimes <laughs> I'll go too quick or whatever. I mean, with the the Patreon video I made for you, like I'm laughing as I was editing and thinking like, this is really funny. Yeah. It was only after it was finished that I'm like, oh, wait a second. I just like literally I'm just showing pictures of his Facebook and like I'm posting this publicly. <laughs> like, you know, like, although I, I would have got your approval anyways. I do that for everybody. But yours is definitely yeah. the most personal one I've made. And I don't know if I will necessarily do that again because I realized if I'm putting all this work into something or all of a sudden to have it be like, well, they can't actually show that to anyone. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's dicey, but it's, you know, no risk, no reward kind of thing. And I had to admit, when I when you sent it to me the other week, when I watched it properly through all the way, I was just dying laughing. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was hysterical. So it's, it's an honor to get the Patterson video treatment. Your, your talents didn't go to waste. I have to say, I really did enjoy that. So I hope a few of the other listeners, even if they've got... No, none of them have any idea who I am. Hopefully they got a good laugh out of it as well. And shows them what they may be up for when they get their own one done. <laughs> well, I feel like sometimes I do get a sense of people where I'd be like, all right, I think this person's can have fun with this. Yeah. But you seem like a pretty upstanding guy, right? 
right? So I'm I'm looking at the yeah. pictures and I'm thinking like this is funny, but then you know you look like you have like a proper job. I mean, like if you were a bum, if your pictures on Facebook <laughs> were of you holding beer bottles with like your pants all covered in piss and like you're like throwing up and stuff, then I'd be like, okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make fun of this because obviously this dude has a problem. Yeah. But uh, you're always drinking classy things. You're going on fucking airplane rides with the uh, fucking Lionel Richie. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a fluke. As you can probably tell from my accent, my, I'm from the UK. I'm the only one of my family that lives in the US, and so I try and go back and forth to see family a few times. And uh, he just happened to be on the same flight as me, and he just done a, um, a set at the Glastonbury Festival. I don't know how well known that is in Canada, but mm-hmm. it was, um, you know, everyone loved the set that he did at Glastonbury, and, and he was very gracious and very kind. Towards the end of the flight, I was kind of a few glasses of champagne worse for wear. And... Um, <laughs> I've got family members that, you know, Lionel Richie's, you know, big as big as it gets, I guess. And I thought, if I don't do it now, I'll probably regret it. So I did go and get him to sign my menu, and he obviously wrote, hello. Um, <laughs> you know, I guess he's done that a few times before. Uh, and then had my photo taken with him as well, and obviously got a few puns on Facebook when I put that up. Every now and then I do bump into, you know, the odd person. Um, just happens to be like the way it is on the airports I fly through and stuff. So. You're a fancy guy. Oh, I don't know about fancy. I just find a way to work the system and the frequent flyer miles thing and what everything else and, you know, sometimes have some good experiences. You're too saying. modest, you fancy guy. <laughs> uh, my family are all back in the UK and my fiance's grandparents live in Florida and her best friend lives in California so we kind of end up popping between those guys every few months or so and then we get the odd thing come up we got invited to a a wedding in Greece last July kind of at three weeks notice so it's kind of we doing anything nope let's go so so are you like an exotic man for your fiance because you've got this accent oh um she's from new york and she does remind me on a regular basis that a british accent does not impress new yorkers yeah. <laughs> so she's not she's not marrying me for the accent for sure but um <laughs> no <laughs> yeah I've, I've lived in the u.s for 11 years now and i haven't really shaken the accent at all so i don't think it's going anywhere yeah unless you're a kid i think you have to be a little kid mm-hmm to really sort of like lose it completely except for uh boba fett <laughs> see when boba fett was a kid and he had sort of an australian accent yeah. and when he grew up and then in the special edition star wars they redubbed his voice to also have the same accent as the guy who played Django fett yeah because in the star wars universe and the special editions apparently uh once you have an accent it's just like for life and even if your father is killed in front of you at the very like literally you're a child and then mace windu beheads your dad in a coliseum of alien battles you're literally going to keep that accent for the rest of time you can't sound any different fucking stupid i'm in my early 30s i've only just started watching star wars in the last few weeks i was on a business trip at the end of january and some of the guys just said you're not we're going to see Rogue One, do you want to go and see it? And I thought Star Wars is one of those things that I want to see the six episodes through to start off with, but I didn't realize because of the timeline that Rogue One kind of fell before it. So I went and saw it, and then well, I didn't watch it through one through six in part because of your conversations with other people over <laughs> yeah, no, don't. the show about... You can pretty much just then watch Rogue One and then episodes uh, four, five, six, and seven. That's all you need to see. I did a machete order. I did four, five, two, three, six... I think any order that involves watching one, two, or three 
is a bad order. I heard one was really bad. So I and I heard that the story was removed enough. But then it was actually I was listening to the Lamato's second episode that you did just yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I got really confused because I'd seen Return of the Jedi just last week. And when they have the ghosts at the end and Hayden Christensen shows up, I didn't realize that they did a re-put a, put him in there over the original guy. Oh, dude. Star Wars, if you're just joining Star Wars now, yeah. it's crazy complicated, the different versions. Because, um, yeah. like, there was the theatrical ones, and then, like, in the 90s, they re-released them again with, like, THX Sound, which was, like, the same yeah. cuts. But they even then, I think they still made some subtle changes. Yeah. Then they did the special editions that they re-released in theaters in, like, 97. And that's when they added a bunch of new effects. But they didn't just clean up effects. They actually, like, added in new sequences. Yeah. So if you watch the special edition films, you're actually seeing, like, a kind of different version. And for fans of the who actually grew up with Star Wars, it's pretty unanimous that we all don't like it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just because... Because we have memories. Like, there's certain things. Like, you know when you have a nostalgic thing you watched as a kid? Yeah. There are certain things in Star Wars that were, like, these nostalgic things, like... The song the Ewoks play at the end of the third movie when everyone's celebrating. Yeah. And that's one of the things they changed oh, really? in the special. So they actually changed the song. Yeah. And then they added in all these different shots of all these other planets and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like the end celebration part of the film. It's like burned into your, our brain as from watching it as a kid. And when you watch the special editions and it's different, it's like, yeah. ugh, like what, what did they do? And it's not. Uh, anyway. I could. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't want to get caught on that tangent. It's like someone crapping on your childhood. Yeah, but literally, that's the difference. It's not one of those things when people go like, "Oh, Michael Bay is shit on my childhood because Transformers movie sucks." Like this is actually yeah. like taking a movie you like and then inserting garbage into it. Like they actually did that. Yeah. The Transformers movies, like, sure they're not great, but it's like you can still watch Transformers the cartoon. Like you actually cannot buy the original version of Star Wars on Blu-ray. Like you can't buy it. Yeah. Does not exist to buy. You have to watch yeah. these versions that are online that you got to download that some nerd made that are like 20 gigs each. I do have one question, though, about mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi then. So having only seen the versions of whatever Netflix throw at you, is the scene where the Ewok is twirling the rock and then he hits himself in the face, is that in the original <laughs> Return of the Jedi? <laughs> Touché, Fraser Davidson. <laughs> Yes, no, uh, that movie is full of a bunch of goofy shit. Like, there is goofy shit in Return of the Jedi, for sure. It's not the strongest one of them. Yeah. The thing with Return of the Jedi is uh, it's got some goofy shit going on, but then all the stuff that's going on with Luke on the Death Star Mm -hmm. is really good, and so it sort of balances out. Yeah. Because his storyline with Darth Vader and then fighting the Emperor and stuff, like, that stuff's all great. And then the, the, the Ewok stuff is... I understand that nostalgia is why we like the Ewoks, because if I was an adult, Mm -hmm. having watched the Star Wars movies and then got to the Ewoks part, I'd be like, how are these bears even a match for these stormtroopers? Like, some of the stormtroopers, like, fall over because they get a rock in the head. I mean, they're wearing a helmet. (laughs) I mean, like, that's the whole point. It's like, it's it's rocks. It's like design flaw in the helmets if uh, if a one-foot-tall furry creature can uh, knock you over with a pebble to the head. No, it's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Anyways, man, listen, we gotta wrap this up. (laughs) All right, dude, well, it was good talking to you, man, and uh, you have a lovely day. You too, Andy. Have a lovely Toronto day. Yeah, man. Well. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take care, dude. Cheers, Annie. And that was Fraser Davidson. 
uh, one of my Pattersons. In fact, several of these people were Pattersons today. Is that a coincidence? Or maybe it's because that all the people who are on my Patreon were the ones who got first access to the newsletter, the Beyond Synth newsletter. And I hope you join the newsletter too. Anyways, listen, I feel like garbage and I don't want to uh, do any more show now. It's one of those days, man. Um, also, there might not be a show next week because I might be taking a one-week break because March break is next week. Not that I want you to feel cheated. It's just that it's going to be very difficult for me to put together a show next week as I'm not going to be with all of my equipment, which uh, always makes it difficult to edit. You know, it's fine to take a little break from Beyond Synth now and then. Just a little one. Obviously, now with the Patreon going, I don't like to take too many breaks. Not like the first years of Beyond Synth where there was only like one episode a month. Uh, it's important now that that you people support me, that I support you with great things to listen to. I wish Beyond Synth was one of those great things, but it is not. It is a stupid thing. Anyways, listen, I hope you guys have a lovely weekend, week, whatever is going on. If you do get a chance to check out Zelda, do it, man. It's good. But there's also other great games, right? There's Horizon Zero Dawn out for the PlayStation right now. That's got great reviews. Mass Effect is coming. I just saw there was a game called Lego World, which is like a Minecraft game, but Lego, which is well overdue, considering they've already made like a hundred Lego games. So now it's another thing I gotta check out, man. I just don't have enough goddamn time. Anyways, thanks for listening to Beyond Synth. We'll end on a track today. Uh, We're listening to lots of great music, and I'd like to continue the trend. This is Beckett with the track The Mitch, and I hope you guys have a lovely week, and did I already do all that? I already did all that. No one wants to hear me talk anymore, so let's <laughs> let's end with a lovely piece of music. This is Beckett with The Mitch. <laughs>